Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. Life from the Well is looking for sponsors. If you would like to get your name out there, we'd love to give you a shout out. Contact us at lifefromthewell.com. Welcome to Life from the Well, where the drinks are cold and the stories are hot. Tonight, our special is going to be a prime rib dip, and our specialty cocktail is going to be a boilermaker. Tonight's guest is Ben Brandt. He is a line cook, a lead line cook from Cantina Lania. Welcome, Ben. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, man? Welcome, Good. Ben. Thank you. Yeah. Good to be here. All right. Um, nobody's had any alcohol yet, oh. so cheers. <laughs> Welcome, Ben. <laughs> line cook, Ben. Woohoo! Here we go. I love you, buddy. Thanks for coming. Mm. And I love you too, buddy. Let's do this. <laughs> um, I brought my own glass this time. Did you notice? I, I did. And I, like I, I brought down some glass. glasses for you. So I appreciate that. I just love this one. It's a, it's a good yeah. shape. It's like a perfect shape hey, to Joey, drink whiskey out of. Make love to the pint. Not literally. Wow. <laughs> Don't deep throw the mic. My jaw unhinges. <laughs> It's like so, a snake. <laughs> so, Ben, tell, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, well, um, I'm from Lewiston, Idaho, northern Idaho. Um, and, yeah, I have a degree in, uh, well, kind of a degree in philosophy. Um, I've been a line cook for uh, probably... I think I'm hitting on 15 years now. Um, spent a couple of years as a baker. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I've uh, spent most of my life in uh, some form of food service. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Wow. At what age did, what was the first um, job in the service industry you had? Well, um, I don't know if, uh, if you'd consider it's uh, kind of adjacent. My first job uh, was 15 and a bag of groceries. Yeah. living so, uh, I, I did that too the, uh, it, it's it's one end yeah. of the service industry absolutely absolutely yeah. it definitely uh taught me humility mm. oh uh, yeah in a heartbeat yeah. <laughs> yeah. and also had a pack of suitcase uh, uh, without a doubt <laughs> quickly too. really like really fast yeah. um really fast uh but yeah so there let's see yeah so since about 15 and then uh after that i was a barista uh, a little bit later, like uh, uh, late high school and into early college and stuff like that, um, and then yeah, I developed, and then I went kind of back, uh, to true back of the house. Uh, yeah, my first gig was a uh, girl cook in uh, in a, a little a girl cook. Grill cook. <laughs> okay, I, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, I was like, was wait, your that, first was, gig that, was a girl cook? I yeah, mean, like, my first. <laughs> uh, were you a gigolo? <laughs> well, that could go multiple. That could go a couple ways. You could yeah. either cook girls, right, right, or like you dress as a girl and you cook, right? Yeah. Like, um, so like in that movie, Ladybugs, where was they it? played soccer as a girl, be like the same. Thing. <laughs> Not, so yeah, uh, so you were a grill, grill uh, uh, cook. Yeah, I was grill. a grill cook. Yeah, Got it. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, wow. Uh, and yeah, I was uh, in a gas station in Lewiston, Idaho. It was 
fantastic. That's out of the gas station. Quite there's, there's a lot of Come jokes. On. I'm going to refrain from most of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm showing. <laughs> which is which is why but we're drinking Boilermakers and eating prime rib dips because <laughs> uh, that's, so that's the kind of guy that I am. Was it a gas station that had a restaurant connected to it? Uh, yeah, kind of. It, I mean, it, yeah, it was basically a tiny uh a tiny deli we had uh a flat top and a fryer okay and then uh a big sandwich make table nice and stuff like that That's so awesome. what yeah. was what was like the first dish that you learned how to make oh hell um that that would stretch back into childhood um well i mean uh, like like when you when you were working at a restaurant cause like uh, one, of okay. the, one of the first dishes i learned first how to make on my dish. own was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and, and then mac and cheese but like as a as right. a as a server learning from my chef, I learned how to do like a, a roulade. Right, so what was like right. the first dish? Hmm. Like I said, I I, I was mostly a a grill cook. So I mean hamburgers. Um, Boom. I, like I've, when I, I, was... I came up flipping burgers and dousing fries. You know. Yeah. So it was like um, the best hamburger you ever made for somebody. Do you remember? Oh. <laughs> Did, no, did you make I like a special like, um, triple patty with blue <laughs> cheese, caramelized onions? No, the, uh, this place uh, this place was uh, pretty incredible. It, uh, uh, it this place was we we made the most unhealthy food I have ever <laughs> encountered. We were actually ridiculously popular for a uh, for uh, uh, for a hot minute. The uh, <laughs> what like. The way that we would start a the way that we would start a hamburger was to throw essentially a golf ball's size lump of butter onto the flat top, oh, and yeah. then slap the uh, the, uh, the the burger, burger on, on top. top of that. That sounds proper. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, sounds I mean, healthy. It was it was. Nah. Yeah, we we kill, we kill, we clogged a lot of arteries that day, um, <laughs> and so actually, yeah, the Baker, Baker's Bob Burger was. Probably one of the best uh, burgers that I've made, simply because it was—I mean, it was a killer. So um, you're telling me you worked at Bob's Burgers? I did. Oh <laughs> shit! Well, it was called <laughs> Baker Bob's Mountain Deli. Um, yeah, it—it uh, it was pretty fantastic. So, uh, but you made Bob's Burger. At- I did make Bob's Burger. That's pretty great. <laughs> In a gas station. In a Ill- gas station. Ill- illustrious <laughs> beginnings, I tell you. No, I like it. I like the I like those little quaint little places too because you, you uh, I don't know if you've ever traveled through kind yeah. of the, the I mean we also the middle of the country. There's there's a lot of stuff like that. Oh yeah. We also yeah. made cinnamon buns that were about the size of your chest. Yeah. Um oh, it was uh, it was incredible. Yeah. Some of those little like one off little bakeries and Diners yeah. and delis, or we. I did. I did learn food. how to roll cinnamon rolls very early. That was nice. That was well, it's very important. Planted early. Mm-hmm. My, my wife would tell you that's a very important skill to have. Right. Um, for for our wedding, actually, we instead of like cake, we had um, a cinnamon bun. Oh, to, to cut into for us. Beautiful. And then we I had like a, a ton of donut holes uh-huh. for, for all the guests to have. I love it. It was awesome. <laughs> was it so, a gooey one? Like gooey, gooey. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Ah. It's got to be. <laughs> if it's not gooey, it's not good. You, know, you, yeah. you got to have the good. You can't. You can't spell good without goo. If it's, <laughs> if it's not gooey, then no dewy. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> 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 okay, so I got. I got to add. Well, well, let, let, let's, let's cheers. I just okay. poured yeah. us a little extra. A little extra. So what? All right. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Joey, but I, I want to know um, what was some of your favorite and least favorite parts of being a cook what have been excuse me 
some of your favorite and least favorite parts? Oh, um, let's see. Um, the best part of being a line cook is um, finishing kicking ass on a really, really, really busy night. Um, almost nothing, almost nothing feels that, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's so complete. It's so, it's such a sense of victory, um, uh, of having kicked a lot of ass, um, on a really busy night and Mm -hmm. served an incredible amount of food. And when it, when it goes smoothly and lovely and nobody loses their shit and nobody, (laughs) nobody messes up too much. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, defeat the chaos absolutely yeah it's uh it's like riding a wave it's, totally uh it's like it's like sports it's yeah, yeah it's fantastic i get so, that feeling man I, I get those tickets too mm-hmm. oh yeah no you're yeah. you're part yeah, of no, that I, too i, I completely I, I, get that I, I, and I totally the entire restaurant wide it like, it's like that um mm-hmm. i'm not saying just line cooking that's yeah. that's that's part of the that's, that's, the that's industry. like that's restaurant we life. all get that yeah and we all get those accolades, man, because yeah. it's a team out there. It is, man. You only have each other. <laughs> yeah. Months, really. I mean, like, I got you yeah. and a couple other guys a lot of exactly. times. Exactly. You know? and, <laughs> and we got to feed 400 people a night. <laughs> and you fail exactly when you stop uh, working together. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's the minute so, you start failing. Mm-hmm. For, for a lot of people out there that I know are, are listening to this episode, they might not understand um, what you were talking about when you're mm-hmm. like, you know, getting hit hard and, and having a successful night. Um, so can you elaborate a little bit more? Well, um, uh, what makes it a successful night is, uh, when the chaos doesn't hit, mm-hmm. um, when the action hits, but the, there's no chaos whatsoever. Right. Um, when everybody, when everybody, Settles down and does the job yeah. and um, tunes out and really comes together. Um, yeah, where it's not chaos uh, except for kind of bubbling outside of your little world yeah. where mm-hmm. you're in and you have good communication with your fellow line cooks and with your front of house. And um, it's uh, like calm in the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Because so- it's, it's, it's about riding that wave and being in control the whole time Mm -hmm. i work in an open kitchen and so um i'm there i'm part of like i can i can see people eating i can see people uh walking in the door i can see what's going on um and can i clarify on mm -hmm. on especially in our restaurant a line out the door means the restaurant's full the bar is full the back room's full there's not an open seat and we're now currently on a wait Yep. And a wait is anywhere from twenty minutes to two hours, typically. Damn. Um, and then, and then that we tell people that, then they stand in our doorway, and we'll wait, you know, for up to two hours. Um, and then the, you know, more and more people accumulate, <laughs> and sometimes we go on a two-hour wait, but we're, you know, and and that just keeps extending for, yeah. you know, over the course of six-hour period. You exactly. Know? So it's it's uh, it can be a real, you know. Yeah, <laughs> when, he, when he says when he says so like, it can the be crazy, a stressful. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lot, man. It, yeah. it, can, it can really, uh, it can absolutely. It can be and daunting at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we have a lot of registers, and mm-hmm. those can spit a lot of tickets at my face mm-hmm. very, very, very quickly. Um, and one of the things a lot of people don't realize uh, about the nature of line cooking, especially. Um, <sighs> especially, uh, I hesitate to use the word higher end, but. Um, um, in scratch kitchens and stuff like that, how um, 
how many intricate and t- precisely timed movements I make in a day. Um, I deal in multiple split second timing issues um, over, you know, multiple, multiple every minute over stretched over eight hours. And so it requires a humongous amount of concentration, dedication, like, and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's not, it's not something you can sleepwalk through in any way, yeah. shape or form. Right. Um, so you're saying that being a cook, a line cook, or any other kind of cook, mm-hmm. isn't easy. Yeah, no. Well, that's like... Oh. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I, I seem to think that there's a lot of people out there that are just like, why isn't my food here? Well, that's Agreed. one of the things that Bourdain wrote about even when he talked about like one of his first kitchen jobs. When, and uh, like one of the... Like the, the grill cook. The girl cook. The grill cook <laughs> yep, had, that girl had cook 40 steaks going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and... and and, you and he had know. different temps on the yeah. whole on the whole grill. You yep. know? Which so, one is what? Like, that's not what table. What temperature? Yeah. And, how and, many? And nobody mm-hmm. sent those steaks back. You know, all night long, and he's just Damn. cranking out steaks all night. You know, from from blue rare to Pittsburgh burnt. You know, <laughs> charcoal. You know, and 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 everything in between. Everything in between. Precise mm-hmm. in between. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. just. Not just three temps, you know, yeah. that you know how to cook or I know how to cook for our families. Yep. Like, this guy can cook a steak in any way you want it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not just cooking a steak for you, the and individual. Just, he's cooking for, for exactly. eight, you know, anywhere from, like, 12 tables to 80 tables. And mm-hmm. each one of those tables could have anywhere from two to four, maybe even six people. Right. So, your job isn't easy. Yeah, no. Um, it's really not. Hmm. Uh no, it's a talent. It's an art. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It is very difficult. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is very difficult. Um, especially, especially. It's an underappreciated art. Um, I mean, really... I, I, I feel it is too. Um, simply because I don't know. There's, it's like the difference between um, what it takes to be a really good line cook versus mm-hmm. what it takes a, it takes to be a really good chef. Mm-hmm. Um, there. A chef, a chef has to have a vision, um, and line cooks need to be able to recreate a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two things are actually extremely different skill sets, mm-hmm. um, and they require very different things. Sure. Um, uh, not every, not every chef that I've known is a particularly good line cook, and not <laughs> every line cook would make a particularly good chef. Um, That's and just it people does... finding their proper roles in life, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, I personally find it. Um, fascinating and interesting to recreate the visions of someone else um there i've been i've worked in so many different kitchens over the years uh and i can tell you that there are a thousand ways to get anything done Mm -hmm. um and any chef that tells you that their way is the only way or the only right way is fairly full of themselves um (laughs) uh, yeah uh and so like um but it is important. I'm not saying I'm not trying to laugh off the uh, the the idea that um, you should do something the way that your chef says uh, that you should. You mm-hmm. absolutely should because it's you're recreating their vision. Right. And I, I'm not saying that there are no differences between, like, say, how to pre- uh, prepare a tomato for something. Mm-hmm. Um, there are absolutely differences. Um, it's just, <laughs> chef, how do you want this done? Right. I, like how. Uh, how that's the right way. The right yeah. way is how you tell me to do it. Right. Um, yeah. and, and for a lot of reasons, we're doing something specific. You know, exactly. To what he um, wants. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. 
<laughs> You're so, interesting. <clears throat> but okay, so uh, you might have already said this, and I do apologize if if, if we're like going backwards. But um, where where did you learn to cook again? Like, where was your like first at major... a gas station? Uh, yeah, at a gas station. Uh, no, I. Uh... <laughs> No, I, I mean, I, I picked it up, uh, see, I started cooking before, uh, before any, before anyone had heard of Kitchen uh, Confidential mm-hmm. or be, before uh, kitchen work was in any way a, a, a like, sexy thing to do. Uh, it was just before the best it, option at the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a job in an yeah. econom- economically depressed town mm-hmm. where there really weren't any jobs. And people and I always have to eat. A job. So yeah. I picked that job. Out of necessity because um, you're a goddamn survivor. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, uh, no, it, w- it very much was a, uh, due to, uh, uh, due to necessity kind of thing and Mm -hmm. cooking is um but anyway i i uh came up through the industry um i've worked in italian restaurants in pubs in um i mean i've just floated around um and picking things up as i go like i at no at no point can i um refer to any place as where i learned to cook because i'm still learning to cook Um, yeah (laughs) That's awesome, I mean, dude. I mean, I that's like that. every industry. You're you're always learning yeah. your industry. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how much of an expert you are oh, or a novice, you're always learning. Especially in the food world, you are absolutely <laughs> never done yeah. learning. There is oh. oh, there is more to learn. Always, always. techniques, mm-hmm. ingredients, um, styles, um, methods. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's ever it's, evolving too. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, how many of these like stupid web shows? I mean, I can't even say stupid. That's not even appropriate. Because some of these web, uh, like YouTube channels and whatnot, they're just like coming up with insane ideas. Are you for... just spending too much time on the internet? Period? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, 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 hey, I worked a job for three years where I sat in front of a computer. So you know what? Yes, right. you are right, sir. Fair enough. <laughs> that can be that can cause problems. I tell you what. Well, I gained uh, sixty-five pounds. Yeah. Well, oh, hey, uh, you earned sixty-five pounds. <laughs> Hey, just how you phrase it, man. Uh, I'm I'm gonna brag a bit right now. Go I've been on, at my new job for a month, a little over a month. Mm-hmm. I lost ten pounds. We need to rephrase Fantastic. that because when you say I gained weight, it sounds like this positive thing because you're gaining something. And then we say I lost weight, it sounds almost negative because you're losing something. You need to be like find a way like uh, <laughs> I gained oh, but, right? less but weight. It's beautiful, my friend. <laughs> I don't know. I think like body yeah. positivity. There's like, nothing. Been, there's nothing I've, wrong I've, with gaining I've, weight. I've definitely gained weight. Uh-huh. See the quotes as I, as I flex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I suddenly feel the no, need no, to no, go to a gun show. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that negative. No, 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 no. You're negative <laughs> mass. That hostile, <laughs> hostile masculinity or whatever the crap. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm gonna cut the snip off right there. Then, I'm yeah, cut off. how many? Uh, uh, I want to go back around to you because I was really enjoying listening to you talk. Um, how many? Uh, how many different cities have you worked in as as a cook? Because it sounds like you've you know been you've used you've it's always been something you can do somewhere. Like, oh yeah. Um, well, I. <sighs> I've I, I've cooked in uh, a couple towns in Idaho. Uh, I cooked in Missoula for mm-hmm. a long time, and then here. Um, so like it's it's been uh, I've worked in in quite a few different uh, restaurants. Um, but uh, yeah, let's say Lewiston, Moscow. I've cooked in Bellingham. I've cooked in uh, oh uh, 
in Missoula. I've cooked in Twin Falls, Idaho, mm-hmm. um, and then out here. How many different? Um, it's probably a shitty question, but how many different like <laughs> styles of cuisine would you say you've done? Like, because you know, there's mm-hmm. a million styles, right? But, uh, right, right. Let's see. Right yeah. now, we work in a Mexican restaurant. Exactly. Kind of. Uh, I would say, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, kind of is fair. Yeah, uh, it's, that's fair. that's um, as accurate as I can do, describe it. <laughs> we do our we do our own thing. Yeah, um, and it's, that's it's not, Seattle Mexican food. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I love uh, it. It's delicious. I eat it too. five days a week, um, four days a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I have now cooked. Uh, this is my second Mexican restaurant. Um, this is my second rec- uh, Mexican restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. I cooked it. I, uh, was was the other one a little more authentic? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it was tiny and awesome. I was the only white person. Um, yeah. Uh, Did you learn Spanish? Uh, oh, no, 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 I, uh, I, <laughs> you know, no, you know, no, no, I'm still I, a gringo. I, I, yeah, no, exactly. I, I, uh, <laughs> I know my, I know my kitchen Spanish. Um, Fair enough. like I know, I know what La Chupa enough is. Enough to communicate. Uh, <laughs> I, no, exactly. Enough yeah. to communicate. Um, mm-hmm. Maria and I are simpatico. Yes. She's She is the best. Um, Maria is, um, the abuela at our restaurant. Yes. Um, absolutely. So for those of us who are super white. Not me, of course. <laughs> right, right. Those of us who are she, super white and can't speak. She's, she's, she's our auntie, our grandma. Mm-hmm. She's the she's the lady we love. She's the she's the the matron of our restaurant mm-hmm. family, um, and uh, she she she's one of. I mean, she's been there since the conception, and she's yep. she's our, no shit. Like she goes tori- to she goes to Mexico. She goes to um, Mexico once a year for like a month, and mm-hmm. our restaurant falls to shit for that month <laughs> yep because in a day maria gets more done i heard uh-huh. you saying this the other day yeah yeah. You? yeah maria yeah, gets more done just because like she's just so practical with all of her time mm-hmm. and every movement she makes is like is completely is it, nothing is, is wasted is accomplishing something yeah Absolutely. nothing is wasted and, and uh, she never stops and she yeah. never stops yeah and she's just uh yeah she's she, she's amazing yeah. um she's yeah. amazing yeah, yeah she's we love her Almost twice my mm-hmm. age. And our tortillas are so you're twice like, as please, much. No, mm-hmm. don't, don't go. Our tortillas <laughs> are like she makes the, the Maria's tortillas. We actually have a stamp. We got a stamp made up with her face on it. Uh-huh. It says Maria's tortillas. And so she gets her face stamped on every bag of tortillas that goes out of our restaurant. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. fact that we don't hand out those bags to every table is, I think, the most distressing thing. Hell oh, yeah, because we changed the <laughs> we changed, we changed our, our taco, taco thing. Didn't we? Yeah, oh um, man, we yeah. gotta figure, we gotta find a way to work that back. <laughs> I know. Maybe I'll just get a tattoo. All the to goes. I'll get a tattoo I'll, of like yeah, Maria's face. On my actually, own. I would get that tattoo. Right, I, and just I, I it'll be like Cantina Lania and have, just have Maria's face. <laughs> Agreed. What was your question again? <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk! <laughs> How do I keep my headphones on my head? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, my question, I was asking Ben about how, how many different places he'd worked in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but and we were talking yeah. about Mexican restaurants, I'm, I'm, and then we got on a tangent about Maria. Yeah. I'll talk um, about... No, no. Yeah. I, 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 was like, I was like, oh, shit. What was the question? Again? Right, right. Because we, we, I mean, it was... Yeah, no. We exactly. No, I got it. Um, I know where yeah. I'm at. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, so this is the second <laughs> Mexican bad. restaurant that I've worked at. I've worked in <laughs> a... Uh, <laughs> I've worked in an Italian joint. Um uh, a whole that's the only see. way to say Italian restaurant yeah, by the way say, it really you, you can't, can't say, say restaurant right, 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 you gotta say yeah, joint it's, it's hey, a joint uh, hey Tony uh, let's go to Italian <laughs> that's joint, how you know it's you know? like legit Italian food if it's over Italian. on 31st exactly. in Brooklyn let's go <laughs> <laughs> um, and it actually was uh, fairly legit for Lewiston Idaho mm-hmm. so, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've got a question for you mm-hmm. um, if, if there was one thing that you could change within the industry, especially where you work in the industry, mm-hmm. what would that be and why? 
I mean, mm. it, it doesn't necessarily have to be with you, but since, yeah. God. Um, well, honestly, uh, and and this is going to be a pretty obvious uh, <laughs> obvious one, but uh, uh, I, I would pay cooks a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. uh, however, I also understand that uh, restaurants run at razor thin mar- margins, mm-hmm. and the unfortunate fact of the matter is that the reality of the industry is that we make as much as we physically can payroll payroll in Um, restaurants is the lowest priority and and it's um i mean anybody who thinks that anybody's getting rich off of especially a single restaurant is uh sorely mistaken mistaken. oh yeah Um, it is not we should put this out there for every everyone in the world could learn especially in america that it is not a get rich quick scheme. Oh my to god! Start a restaurant. Especially, it's you will bankrupt your ass mm-hmm. faster than you know what happened. Especially and, if you and have no restaurant experience. The industry and you will if you have people restaurant up experience, and spits them out. Yeah. you have a you still have a minimal chance of succeeding. Like, and you're you going to screw over not you just need the your stars own to life, be but you're going to screw over all the people you yeah. have hired on. Absolutely, but also to the people that do are doing that because we have friends that have started their own restaurants and they're doing well. You guys are kicking ass. And you're doing it because it's your passion. But if you're just trying to get rich by opening a restaurant, you're not going to get rich. No, no, not at all. By doing that alone, I should say. You know, there needs to be, like, it's it's a whole... I, yeah, Identity I've said many, many times, yourself. you have to love this job in order to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you really do. If, if, Otherwise, if, it'll if you're burn doing, you out. If you're doing it because you have no other op- uh, no other options or mm-hmm. no other choice, um, then it will destroy you. Because <laughs> yeah. it's How, so high energy and what, so... What percentage of the industry do you think is that, though? Oh, so much. At least um, half, right? At least half. Um, yeah. As you... As you crawl into America's heartlands even mm-hmm. more. Sure. Um, small town cooking is, um, as I have said many, many times, uh, it's, uh, it's felons and college students. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's the vast majority of the back of house. Sure. Um, uh, which is a really, uh, actually honestly, felons addicts and, uh, and college students. I feel like that's a really good education um, for those college students, by the way, to work. Oh, with absolutely. They, they, it, these it guys have like the true life experience that, that are really bringing cr- the criminal mindset. Yeah. Well, like you um, said earlier, you were saying that like, you know, you, you started out as like a, a busser. No, no. I mean, I, uh, I, but you, yeah, no, I've, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, bagger. Bagger. Thank you, Um, thank you. You started as a bagger and you learned humility really quickly. mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you bring up a good point. It's like, uh, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I was, you know, putting uh, mustard on tables and drawing shit with the mustard sound effect for mustard. Yeah, yeah, it was obviously mustard and not ketchup. I kind of thought I was like, is either mustard or ketchup? Right. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, my point is, when I left home, I moved down to Oregon with Mm -hmm. uh, with my ex wife. We weren't married at the time, but we get down there. Life from the well. (laughs) We don't need to do that every time. Um, So, so I'm working at I'm working at like a Dairy Queen. So I'm working at a Dairy Queen and. I have to go out and I have to clean a table. Mm-hmm. And guess what's written all over the table? Hmm. Just shit and mustard and ketchup. Yep. And what the, what was the first thing I thought of? Hmm. My stupid ass doing yep. the same damn thing. Oh, yeah. 
Wait till you, know, so you have to clean the bathroom later, and they write it in poo. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh I, yeah. Thankfully, I've never had to do that. Oh. That's, one of our one of our you previous are so guests. Lucky. Yeah, you haven't worked downtown Seattle. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, one of our oh, previous guests. Just she, any uh, coffee shop. Oh she, my she god. Had to do it's, coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee, coffee, coffee draws. I don't know what it is about coffee shop bathrooms mm. in it's specific. People are, it's probably people do the nastiest <laughs> things you know in coffee shop bathrooms. Well, coffee is a diuretic. You know what it is. Well, they, they, I've got it figured that, out. And drugs. I, and I have. I don't know how many times I've cleaned a fine spray of human blood oh. off of wall. I don't have the answer um, to that. I have the answer to the poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, blood. Professor Professor Jeffries, what what? What is it's your answer? Pe- well, think about it. Like, how many people use coffee shops as their offices, and they have to sit there and drink coffee all day to be a customer? It's true. And coffee is a natural diuretic, <laughs> right? This is true. So, I mean, you're sitting there responding to emails, like you're lost in your own world. Next thing you know, oh no, mm-hmm. I have to use the facilities. Uh huh. That's a nice way of saying it. And then you go in there and just blow that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, Sometimes I think that's probably a little closer to the literally the spectrum. Sound effects, Kelly. We need sound effects. Kelly does not like this conversation we're having right now. I mean, when she's, when she's when on we, her phone, she's texting someone else. <laughs> when we start getting sponsors, yes. Stop talking about poop. <laughs> she's like, stop being stupid. Oh god, I like the Kelly Aaron episode. We had the poop story. That was like the best part of it. Yeah, yeah. I was really into that part. So, hey, toilet paper companies, you know, we, so, we can sponsor um, you. Right. <laughs> talking for a minute now let's let's uh let's uh, are we gonna break for a station to, identification time to break for station id i think it's time for a station identification that's that's dumb it's it's, it's time for a break what station are we on <laughs> and a break it, it's more of a want to watch joey make the cocktail find all of our videos on our website at lifefromthewell.com or go to youtube and subscribe to our channel life from the well so now that we're back joey do we have our specialty cocktail ready? Yeah. It's cocktail time. Awesome. <laughs> cocktail what, time. Cocktail time. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Cocktail time. All right. So, so Joey, what are, what are we doing today for uh, our specialty cocktail? All right. So, today, uh, Ben's favorite cocktail. This is a fun thing about the early guests that we're having <laughs> on. They get to pick their favorite cocktail, and then I usually do that cocktail history. I imagine eventually we're going to run out. I mean, people are going to start doubling up on cocktails, so we're going to have to be picky about it. But yeah. But for but, uh, for the for the first but, season, I think our guests are uh, pretty, you know, on the part. But I, I will say, I think I think this is going to be a commonly requested one for a lot of people because it is hands down the most drink cocktail in the service industry by service industry employees. Oh, without a doubt, it's a boiler maker. <laughs> it's a shot of beer, man. That's all we ever want. Wait, wait especially wait. after a hard shift. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's an actual term and a name for what is like the American one of the most common requests a guest can make at a bar. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The uh, American, but no, no, no. Here, here, here. No, no, sir. sir, sir, Stop. Give me a second. Give me a second. You ask me a question. I'm going to give you an answer. Hush. Don't go into a bar and just say, "Give me a Boilermaker." It's fucking annoying because we have 17 beers and 30 different whiskeys. All right. Be specific. Unless there's something on the menu that says Boilermaker. Specific. Anyways. <laughs> to drive it back. So control over this shit. So clearly Joey has some thoughts. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, you want this is my section, man. This is what I do. That's why I'm hey, here. Hey, you want my? Hey, I love you. I love you. Calm so, down. Uh, <laughs> the boilermaker is the American term for a shot and a beer. Um, this is fun. Here's a fun coincidence for us. Uh, the drink originated in Butte, Montana. And we got our oh. little Idaho, Montana fella Wait, over here. Yeah. What? So mm-hmm. there's a connection to this whole thing after yeah, all? Why, why does <laughs> oh my like goodness. So what? Um, so in, in America, it was... Uh, well, I'm sorry. So I'll just read the script. <sighs> like a true professional. A boilermaker can refer to two types of beer cocktails. Um, and those are the two that I make in the video. You can see it. Check on YouTube at Live from the Well on, on YouTube. Um, the two types, you have a, a, a beer and a shot. Or uh, you could drink it the way Walter Matthau drank it in Bad News Bears back in the day, if anybody remembers that movie. Um, I think his name in the movie was Boilermaker. That's what the kids <laughs> called him because he drank Boilermakers. And if wow. you watch in the movie, he actually makes one. He, he rips the tab off the can and uh, pours his whiskey. It, you know, takes... Chugs, chugs a sip out of it and then pours his whiskey into the top and then he goes out in the field and starts coaching the kids because um, America. Yeah. <laughs> so That's just good child care. I mean, oh. yeah, that's the guy you leave oh, your kids boy. with. But you know what? They ended up winning a baseball game. Uh, so hey, all of you get out there and watch the original Bad News Bears and then watch the remake. With Billy Bob, who did a pretty good job. He did a good job. He did a good job. I mean, for, so, for a despicable... <laughs> a despicable you, human being. For someone that you're not supposed to like, <laughs> Billy Bob always plays that character well. So, so um, for those of us out there who are not part of the industry, I love him. how do you go about creating and consuming a Boilermaker? Um, you pour alcohol into a small glass, and then you... Alcohol as in, I could just throw in Spirits. some uh, um, Jägermeister. Tip, I think initially, so... <sighs> Or, or are we talking about vodka or gin or? I think, I think, um, so the traditional way was, it, it, it was named after the, the, the steam fitters, the miners, whoever, the, the guys that, you know, worked with the boils. <laughs> the boils. <laughs> so, so, so Where did I find that before? Because the term, um, time out. That is. Do, 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 no, do, this is do, I actually had a. Um, <laughs> the I know. <laughs> really, Kelly? How long has Jeopardy been a no, thing see, in our society? No, see, I forgot my book where I wrote all this down, you yeah. guys, and so I'm really sorry. Well, no, 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 no. Um, I'm just, I'm just. No, we're making fun. Jeremy. No, I know you're making fun. I just had to be super sensitive because, uh, okay, because I'm self-conscious. Fair, about it. fair enough, fair enough. We, I was like, fuck, I forgot my book. Joey, we still love you. We still <laughs> love you. I mean, Jesus, opening sequence. Um, so I didn't do my job. Um, <laughs> this is this 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 is um this is the best thing that could have happened for me. Stories are murky at best as to how the boilermaker first came into existence, as is every fucking cocktail in the history on every cocktail, <laughs> because as we say every time, those responsible for. Re- for the history of alcohol are also those that are consuming alcohol. And so it's kind of counterproductive. Um, yeah, alcohol very much affects so. the memory. Yeah. Um, Truth. At any rate, it's one of the reasons um, I love it. <laughs> the Boilermaker 
Right. So the stories are murky at best as to how the bird maker first came into existence. But it's pretty clear that the drink was originally consumed by blue collar workers at the end of a long shift. And there you go. That's I mean, that's really you know that what, boy, it that, all that's, boils down. That's why we love it. It's it's because yep. it's T- pun it's, intended. It's a it's a cheap spirit, usually a well whiskey, and yep. a cheap beer, usually the a uh, can or a draft uh, a draft lager. Um, you know, just whatever is cheapest. Give me the two cheapest things you have: the cheapest whiskey and the cheapest beer, mm-hmm. and put those in front of me because I don't care what it tastes like. I just kind of want to get drunk right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, that's that's the Boilermaker uh, to the T. Um, it was named after guys that like to drink hard because they worked hard, and um, I mean that that goes back to probably guys of every country for all time as long as there's Absolutely. been alcohol around there's just people that are they, they just they're working a hard hard day it's a, it's a and, drink for and, those uh, who bust their ass yeah so and then the, the quickest most legal way to chill out because they still won't let you smoke a joint in most states mm-hmm. is to have a, a shot of whiskey and a beer let's do this shot well, of whiskey a, so we've been talking about it for 20 minutes cheers to the bartender so there you have it there we it. go my maker has like been I just boiled. got off work there <laughs> is a boiler maker so again right. and, and, this, and actually and actually joey can attest i am a religious adherent to this particular drink um, that's true that's one I, reason that i didn't want to do a different cocktail is because is, you guys I, wanted you guys were like hey let's do a different cocktail and i was like but I, it's Ben's favorite drink. I, I quite literally, five <laughs> days a week, I sit down. The mm-hmm. minute I get off work, I sit down at the bar <laughs> in my place, <laughs> and I order just that. Shot in a, a shot beer. Shot a beer. And it's usually an IPA. So I'm I'm not, it is. I'm not taking any tequila. Mm. I'm not offering you any tequila. Good. I just know that uh, I think from this point on, I just got to stop drinking scotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Salud. I'm not going to shoot it. I'm just going to sit. Hmm. No, no, that's fair. Jesus Christ, no. So kind of yeah. going, going back to uh, the fact that you are a line cook and now yep. a lead line cook. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That is awesome. Um, if you could remove something from any menu you've ever worked on, what would that be? Um, wraps. <laughs> so so living yes. living in the in the great northwest where wraps are like one of the most popular items why would you remove wraps i don't know i wasn't um, talking about the radio station i was talking about yeah, the menu. yes i'm talking about putting damn near anything i don't know i into a it's tortilla not, yeah I, which look i understand it's it's very popular and but for some reason i just it just have associations of mid nineties California. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just it's very um and also when they're done badly, they are fucking atrocious. Well what like, do you mean by if they if they uh, come in badly? Like if, uh, if you... cold tortilla uh that hasn't been heated up or flexed in any way, shape or form. Oh. Um mm-hmm. cold yeah, tortilla. They get soggy and gross. And they get they soggy and gross, mm-hmm. but the the unwarmed up tortilla is like rubbery mm-hmm. and hard and it's okay. never changed from that like mm. refrigerator uh status and 
Uh, like, and then you get these big hard clumps on. I'm not saying a, a rap can't be done well, but like, I just it can be done horrible. It can be done horribly, <laughs> and I would argue most of the time is done horribly. Mm. Um, How do you feel about burritos then? I love burritos. Burritos are an entirely different thing. Well, once you put That's beans and rice inside, exactly, of it. It's, yeah. it changes the entire uh, uh, dynamic. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. That's cool. I get that. <laughs> so I'll draw back. Yeah. Just just out of like almost <laughs> morbid curiosity. Yeah. Um, as a server and as a bartender, and 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 Joey can relate to this. Maybe. Maybe. I want to hear it first. Mm-hmm. What is the worst order? you've ever received because like there are orders that as a bartender as a server as so, being in the front of the house mm-hmm. hold on joey well soon i hold on i've received hold, bad orders hold on know. okay hold on we've received bad orders that we've tried to organize ourselves uh-huh. to send to you right so as you as uh, as somebody in the back of the house what is the worst order you've ever gotten uh, this one's actually pretty easy because it happened fairly uh, recently. Uh, I got, was this one of Joey's tables? I got at, no, no. This is a I'm really uh, good at my job. Th- no, this is a uh, this is a walk up order. Um, but it was a uh, nacho chips on side. <laughs> I've rung that in before. Yeah, it's, it's a go order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so. <laughs> So the logistics I'm sorry. Of, I'm sorry. of building that I'd, you got you got to be specific. You got to be what is what is it? What is nachos chips on the side? I that's that's like that's like sandwich bread on side. So yeah. you just want a kit to build your own later. Yeah. You just want a bowl um, of like, all the ingredients. You just you want me to become your re- really inefficient, really expensive uh, sorry. grocery store. Yeah. Um, so so, so it's fine. It's just it's weird. It's fine. It's just. <laughs> Let me ask Fucking you this though. What? <laughs> it's like I'm paid to do more than that. Yeah, like I, I can cook it. Uh, let me trust ask you this. Me. Let me ask you this. I, I've so, also in in the uh, um, <laughs> in the like uh, I don't know keto or whatever diet fad is fucking now because um, I've I've gone through. Uh, yeah, I've 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 worked through all of the diet fads, and mm-hmm. they wreak havoc on my industry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we get to see all those trends come and go. It's fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, one that I've gotten that has become fairly popular recently is uh, uh, quesadillas as a bowl, mm-hmm. no tortilla. Yeah, that was oh, really it's annoying. A hot mess so in a bowl, a case it's of, yeah, just, so just dig- cheese and meat. It's in a bowl. impossible to make it look like anything, but I'm serving you a bowl full yeah. of fucking slop. Yeah, like I take pride in my work. I wanted to serve you something appetizing, and you're making me give you. It's very a pig's bowl. It's so really, really. To, to this is melted cheese <laughs> <laughs> and meat together just with, with and, nothing, with nothing, no, with no support, just yeah. a pile of melted cheese and meat. It's like it's just. Green. Grease. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just fat and protein. So this kind of segues into a, <laughs> it's not a, it's a not how we want to represent ourselves as a restaurant. No, I, I mean you. I'll do it. I'll do anything you ask me to. I think we need to just Jesus. stop asking you to do that one, man. I think like if, if somebody oh, because God. people get it and they don't like it too, they need a burrito in a bowl. No, exactly. I mean beans and rice. I, I, get beans and rice. You'll be happy. So so this kind of segues into a great question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. You working in the back. Working right. in this industry for as long as you have, working in the back of the house where there, right. you know, the populace does not ever exist. Right. Thank God. 
<laughs> what would you like to tell people? What would you like to tell the the people who listen to this show who have never been in the industry, who mm-hmm. have no idea of the things that you go through on a daily basis? What would you like to inform them and tell them? Uh, one, uh, stop claiming that it's an allergy when it's not. Mm. Just because you highly dislike something. Um, we go through... when. We go into damn near code red when something is reported back to the kitchen as an allergy. Um, we take it seriously. Um, we really do, especially if it's if it's one of the um, the big ones: uh, peanuts, shellfish, um, tree nuts. Um, there, there's just certain the allergies that, kill you. that that we no really fucking take seriously. And it, like if the word celiac comes back to our, um, like we take that incredibly seriously. Um, and so if you if you claim that something is an allergy just because you don't like it, um, it forces us to do it. Like if that's on our line, we have to damn near do a whole reset of our line. Um, like we have to get, grab a new cutting board. We have to, uh, fully sanitize and, um, uh, swap out knives. We, uh, you know what I mean? If the, the potential for cross-contamination is there, mm-hmm. um, it, it's an immense amount of uh, labor. And also, and this one, just going out there, if you are allergic to cilantro, cut Mexican out of you. Seriously. Out of your, uh, because there's just, there is literally no way that I can un- can decontaminate it's everywhere yeah. it's everywhere in my mm-hmm. restaurant I, right. there's no way that i can do that yeah. um cilantro is just it's it's just ubiquitous um <laughs> yeah. and and yeah the, yeah the, that's that's one thing that like just please be honest um please be honest you think that we don't take your tastes seriously and that's not true either mm-hmm. we do uh, if you don't if it says no garlic we're going to try to give you something without garlic in it. Um, mm-hmm. um, I mean, maybe if, maybe not in some restaurants, but all the ones that I've ever worked in, we do. We take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and we try. Um, and just saying you don't like it is absolutely enough. People just, just be clear about their specifications too, right? Exactly. So when they say no onions a lot of times, like they say, if I'm allergic to onions or if I don't like onions. It's wildly that's a big, different. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Because we cook deal. onions into a lot of things. Into almost But you don't taste everything. It, so it's not going to be an issue. But, exactly. So no raw onions versus mm-hmm. no onions no. Is, is, a, is a huge Exactly. There's onion powder. There's onion yeah. uh, cooked into almost everything, everything you that you eat. Just um, Yeah. So... Yeah, no, this, these are, like, really important things that, that mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people out there understand. So this right. is this is important to know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really I really appreciate you enlightening hey. us on the front of the house. And also, and onions are good for you. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I, really <laughs> appreci- I, I really appreciate you informing the front yeah. of the house, and not just the front of the house, but, like, the people who join us yeah in the restaurants well it, i mean it just it slows things down for we because we we have to take we have to take a bunch of extra steps mm-hmm. um uh yeah <laughs> just, so, just so, be clear about your flavor preference and honestly yeah, exactly. like a, a lot of things a lot of times i would say to, to the general public just trust the trust the restaurant to make uh, good food yeah please i mean um i mean especially i don't know and if we do mess up and we do send it out and the mm-hmm. mind if it's look, your first time there let them make let them make you dinner and see if you mm-hmm. like it. Like don't don't be so picky. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, just just out of curiosity, because you, you mentioned something about uh, changing food orders. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it going to be like you know, 
the whole kitchen is going to change if I say, hey, I don't like, you know, lettuce mm-hmm. or I, 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 I don't really care for onions. No, no I, I mean. Versus like, hey, I'm allergic to onions. Uh, the, I mean, it does. Uh, I mean, I will, I, 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 anything in which there are significant uh, uh, components. Yeah. Um, but look, uh, I, but. There's a difference between not liking onions and being allergic to onions because mm. our uh, there is uh, onion powder in the rub that we put on our prime rib, um, or uh, you know what I mean, like um, in uh, in our in, in my restaurant right now, garlic is in absolutely everything, um, and if you have a garlic allergy. Um, Almost none of our almost none of our dishes are going to be uh, <laughs> okay. Um, like everything from we're going to have to prep a new uh, batch of whatever to well, you just can't have the pork, you can't have the beef, you can't have the chicken. Um, technically, you can't have the cod. You can't, you know, um, yeah. because there's onion powder in or onions uh, utilized in a rub or in a marinade or in in, in some form uh, of the preparation of that dish. Yeah. Um, the, so, again, it's like, you know... It, but if you don't like... If it's just that you don't like big hunks of raw onion, then I can make you a new batch of, uh, uh, <laughs> of slaw that has no onions in it. Yeah. Um, and that's no problem. So, that so takes two for, seconds. For someone who might be nervous to ask for some of that, do you think um, do do mods slow down the ticket? Do you think like so if if somebody wants like I mean so so that's yeah. kind of the question too, right? So uh, I mean. If you're specific, it won't slow it down as much, right? And, and uh, so no, uh, it won't. It it'll won't. actually probably slow down the whole process if if you say you have an allergy and you don't have an allergy. Exactly. Versus if you just don't like onions, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to take you longer to get your food. Without a doubt. And not only your food, but everyone it's else's. It's going to slow the whole fucking restaurant down. Because anything hmm. that in – that's – another thing that's, that's interesting is <laughs> um, – all the customers, y'all are in it together too. Um, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 people, the people. There are individuals in your restaurant. If you're out there dining right now and listening to this for some whatever reason, um, awesome. Then you Hi are. Guys. Hi. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Um, then. Uh, and you modify – not just that if you modify your food, but there is somebody in your restaurant that is slowing down the process that's causing everyone to get their food a little bit later. And whether that's the walk-in ten top um, or the, um, the five dishes that are all modified to the point that they're not dishes that we sell. Um, yeah. That you're just asking me to create a new dish for you right yeah. here on the spot, which that happens on a daily basis. Somebody essentially says, I don't really like anything you have on this yeah. menu. I want this, <laughs> but with not none of this, more of this, extra, under, this, and and, that, and, and I got to say. And that slows things down. And I got to um, say thank you for, for telling us this because down. there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they don't understand that, you know. A two top might make fifteen modifications to. A two top means two people are sitting at the table. Thank you. Thank you. This is true. Mm-hmm. 
For those who don't understand, restaurant <laughs> link. Sorry. Right, right. No, no, that's perfect. I love it. So, so, so. Uh, side note: when you hear somebody say two top, five top, a number top, that's how many people are at the table. So, case in point, uh, you know, you might have a two top that have eighteen allergies, and they order a, f- a dish, mm-hmm. and they change it eighteen different ways. You know. That's going to take some time, and we want to, you know, the people in the service industry, the, the the line cooks, the chefs, everybody wants to do what they can to right to do that. But then you have, some you know, more than others. But, so so, yeah. so what I'm hearing you say is that you have like people who come in, they say, you know, I really don't like corn. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic to corn. And then now you have to go through your entire menu. Mm-hmm. And does this have corn in it? Now, right. are you allergic? So allergic to corn that you have to go into is does this have corn syrup, corn yeah. starch, corn extract? One of one of the worst ones is soy. Um, yeah, because soy is in everything. Is in everything. And I love, I, I wanna, when I wanna, someone uh, presents with a soy allergy, and this actually happened to me tough. the other day, um, and we, uh, I mean, we had, there there was probably five ingredients we had to run back and like, okay, we want to make something for this person because um, our server came back and said we have someone with a soy allergy mm-hmm. um, is there and they want this um, and we kind of had to go through all the components of everything and like okay we know we can't have this because it has um, like uh, uh, mayonnaise in it and that has soy. has soy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't if it's one of our house aiolis mm-hmm. um, but this anyway yeah um, uh, but anyway, asterisks. <laughs> yeah, asterisks. Uh, well, ask yeah. us about that later. So, um, I, I don't want to deter people from requesting, also because oh, I know oh, absolutely because not. absolutely not. What you're just saying, like it, it should, yeah, like we, in in a restaurant, like so like, we're complaining about people that abuse the system, but the people mm-hmm. that don't abuse the system are the people that we're taking care of, right? Right. And so when someone has an allergy, please, please tell us you have an oh, allergy. First of all, like, always, yes. we yeah. will accommodate, mm-hmm. especially in a restaurant. My wife is a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's important to me. I understand your needs. You know, Ben, as a, as a cook, understand is the guy making your food. He understands exactly. your needs. He really wants to make you something you're like going to enjoy. I would like to emphasize that yeah. we take yeah. it seriously. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if there is an allergy, because I find that people with um, allergies are usually, they're, they're the minority. Uh, they are, and, and so then they come in. They, they come in what, a lot of times, very thing. apologetic. Yeah, and they're like, "I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't. I really can't eat this." Yeah, and so and I'm always like, "You guys, I got you. Like, we're gonna get you fed." Or I'll be like, uh, "You can't eat anything here. You need to leave." You know, mm-hmm. I will send people away if there's not something we can eat. We can feed them, and that's. I mean, that. But that's also just knowing your menu too, and knowing like what you serve. Absolutely. Um, but it, the, the overall, I, I don't want people to, to feel deterred from talking about their allergies because that's really important to know about your body. And oh, exactly. And it, yeah. The, yeah. It's just uh, the people, people will get annoyed, people people get annoyed by the people that take advantage of yeah. your allergies. We but just want you to understand. Have allergies, like, mm-hmm. We love you and we're going to take care yeah. of you. We and, want you to understand yeah, that if you, don't, if you don't have an allergy, if you are just you just really don't like any kind of scent or smell or, or, or taste or anything of then stay at home and eat top ramen. <laughs> no. No. Just no, no do that. <laughs> just I don't want to feed you. Let just let your suck. server know that you really don't care or don't like this. Mm-hmm. But if you are not allergic to it, it's gonna 
there's going to be a whole lot of drama going on with it. So if you are allergic, please, please tell your server, tell your mm-hmm. your the the chef, because they will take care of you. Absolutely. Look, it's a it's a pragmatic difficulty that you have to deal with on your day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's something that um, younger and more inexperienced line cooks absolutely are going to have a stronger emotional reaction to the ticket full of modifications. A big part of that is just um, their emotional maturity. Uh, there's that and also the skill level because sure. it does look, um, and this is another thing that a lot of uh, your average person doesn't know. Um, due to the complexity of especially higher end line cooking, um, we as line cooks rely on muscle memory to execute our dishes um, because we, we this isn't this isn't cooking for yourself at home um, this isn't uh, you, you're not able to focus 100% on every single plate I, when you put when you're putting out couple hundred plates sure. in a in a couple uh, you need a few to go on autopilot um yeah <laughs> there, you need to be you need to know exactly where this is where that is and every single build is something that you have ritualized almost into a form of dance yeah. um sure and so especially in the middle of a rush i'm not going to lie um modifications uh, are the curveball Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're the, the one thing that, that, that rolls in. And I used to, I used to, uh, much like many line cooks revile the modifier. Um, and it doesn't, all that does, all that does is betray how, um, green you are to line cooking because yeah. it's such a part of your life um yeah. now well, i don't where you lose control and you're frustrated exa- about later and exactly right. um but when it comes down to it uh it's just something anymore uh it takes it takes a lot to push my buttons when it comes to modifying <laughs> i mean it takes a lot um how, how have you found all the stress that you deal with at work applies to your daily life like when you're out and about and shit happens do you think like you're a little more calm oh yeah um <laughs> yeah no i it, look uh the um I, I mean shit i'll i'll lay it out i've 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 had issues with depression and anxiety for most yeah, of my life right. and the uh this job has taught me how to deal with anxiety um productively mm-hmm. and aggressively uh, yeah, um, very, like better than anything else. It's taught me discipline. It's taught me how, how to understand what I can control and what I can't control, mm-hmm. um, and how to navigate that difference. Mm-hmm. Um, understand yourself it, a little more. Yeah, it, it's uh, it takes a lot. Like there's there's an adrenaline rush. I just I don't I don't know how to explain it in a way that captures. The, the gravity of what happens in when you're in the middle of, of a an, uh, of a crazy rush, mm-hmm. um, but because it's so 
there are no lives at stake. There's no. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not warfare. You know, it's not sports. It's its own weird thing. It's weird. You mm-hmm. hear it in military. You just fall back to your training. Yeah, it's it's and, it's, 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 and really that's what like in the heat of a rush. You just fir- you yeah. fall back to your training. That's why you spend the first hour hour and a half of that. your shift setting up your section. Exactly. That's why, that's why you spend that time making sure that every, uh-huh. mise en place everything mise en place. Mise en it's place. a religion. Mise en place. It's a lifestyle. What is mise en place? Trained mean? as a cook, as a mm-hmm. as bartender trained mm-hmm. as a cook. <laughs> mise en place is the most important thing. What does that mean? Mise, it means everything. A place for everything and everything in its place. It's it's uh it's it's about setting up your section and everything has a spot right uh-huh. so every single day when when I come into work I it, it's, it's live a bartender in the same perspective spot I'm gonna day. I'm gonna barrel roll this you know I, I I everything the well every bottle of liquor goes in the exact same spot every single time uh, the 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 mixers they all have their their specific spot the fruit. The garnishes, everything has a, a specific spot and, and on the line. It's the exact same. Yep. It's probably more intense on the line. I've just taken mm-hmm. what I learned in my culinary training and, and tried to bring it into the my own experience to make it easier and better and make me mm-hmm. a better bartender. But, I mean, that, that's that's it's, it's a cooking term. It's, it's a it, mise en place. It's, it's all about mm-hmm. you know, setting yourself up for success. Absolutely. It's – and – it's uh, there are efficient and inefficient mise en places, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, whatever works for you is the best one. Right. Which is why it's actually kind of it's kind of sacrosanct for cooks not to mess with each other's mise en place. If oh, somebody if somebody has a setup, it's like touching that someone else's knife, works for them. You just let them do it that way because it, might, I mean, if it that, might not work for it you. It might not work for you, you but gotta trust man, the way their brain works man. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the moves that they make, the turns that they make, mm-hmm. um, you, you have to respect it because yeah, uh, when it comes down to it, when you have quite literal sp- seconds, I want you to think every time you've been in a ridiculously busy restaurant and when your food comes out and you feel like it's slow because it came out in a half an hour, think mm-hmm. about that. We're, we just fed. Maybe 150 other people in, in the 10 hour. minutes before, uh, you know, in <laughs> the half an, in, time, yeah. in in uh, depending on depending on the the uh, the the staff and the setup um, can be plus or minus. But we we have served so many different uh, so many other people, um, and yeah. Uh, a little patience. Um, so, be there to dine. So a little, a little patience a, a is little, a little patience is something but, everybody but can we also, gain, but we gain also, a lot from. Is in, just in life, like especially if you're in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we also like, kill ourselves to make sure you get your food in 15 minutes. Yeah, like, I. We really do. It doesn't benefit <laughs> like, us. <to laughs> like, we really kill it. ourselves to try and get your food in 15 minutes. I, 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 we tr- we have nothing to gain. <laughs> From slow service. No, nothing. You have nothing. no need to tell us that you're so, in a hurry. Yeah. So, We're also in a hurry. We're so, in a hurry to get you out because mm-hmm. there's other people that are waiting for your seat. Exactly. <laughs> so I got to ask a question. But also, what we're is in a hurry one... to feed you because we know that you're an important customer to our restaurant. We love you. What is <laughs> one of the craziest mm-hmm. stories you have from being in the industry? Like like, uh, like customer like a, interactions, customer interactions, or Dude, or staff customer? interactions. It, it doesn't matter. What what is one of the most craziest interactions that you've ever had in the industry? 
Oh man. Um, and you can say whatever. Yeah, I used to work to. with I used to work <laughs> with a pyromaniac. Oh shit! In a in a in a kitchen. What happened? Um. Well, <laughs> please tell me there was something good. <laughs> so not not, not yeah. just someone who's like I'm a pyro, I like playing with fire, but no, like someone no, who actually, just someone who actually uh, yeah. and and weirdly enough, uh, I mean, God, it it uh, it all unfolds like a story. Um, tell it. Luckily, uh, his first day, <laughs> uh, his first day, we had uh, we were training him on our broiler. And uh, we had a small broiler fire. Um, and I was off to the side doing prep. Um, my buddy, Matty P, um, who to this day does the best barbecue in the world, Matthew Paris in Missoula, Montana. Um, Shout out. Go see him. Go see him. Um, anyway, he was, uh, he was working next to this guy. Um, and it was the guy's first day, like I said, and apparently we had a small broiler fire and it was going and I hear Maddie say, Hey Ben, would you come over, Ben, would you come over and help us out? And (laughs) I came over and there was this fire going and Matt, Matt was continuing to cook tickets, but was staring over at this new guy who was just standing there staring. I mean, just, he was riveted. Just, it's so beautiful. He, I mean, he, he was just, <laughs> he was just lost. Um, and oh, for a moment, for a gorgeous. moment, I mean, I went, uh, I went and I did my thing, you know, uh, <laughs> put out <laughs> the fire. Well, I put out the fire, um, yeah. <laughs> spreading cornstarch all over fucking everything. Um, cornstarch, by the way, mm. I'm taking a moment for cornstarch. Cornstarch. <laughs> Cornstarch is life, man. Like, you don't need... <coughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Corn... Like, just... if you got sweaty balls, pour yeah. some cornstarch on it. Cornstarch. And that'll change your life. Is Keep corn your cornstarch st- in the freezer. Absolutely. And then when you get sweaty, pour cornstarch on your pants. Uh-huh. And in eight uh, short hours, you'll have you a don't nice cornbread. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, cornstarch is beautiful. Um, but anyway... Uh, change my life. <laughs> And come come to find out that this man had been implicated in a uh, um, <laughs> suicide slash uh, suicide attempt slash arson in the area. Um, what? Yeah, he attempted to kill himself and burn down his building. Um, what what was he hoping? to How was he trying to kill himself um, by burning down the building? Or was there like some no uh, no, no the the burning down the building was probably just part of the thing. He actually cut his own throat. Oh, um, but he didn't succeed. No, so he just he had did a not. Cool scar. He had a really badass scar. Hmm. Um, and then uh, a while later, wait, well, uh, badass isn't like, dude, that was so cool. Or no, no, as like, in, like, like was... the Joker, man, like dark. Shit. You want to see these scars? No, it's not cool. For, it's not no, cool for nobody your ever asked him. To like, but it's cool for your thirty. That was the thing. Like, is no, no, like I found about, it, I found out about that through the through the um, kitchen grapevine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. And, no, uh, like there, there, there's but a, no, there's he, a he never talked about he never it. talked about his massive scar on the throat. Everybody knew it. Um, everybody saw it because he was in the same town he did it in. Sure. Um, so. But yeah, and then he tried to burn the restaurant down. He uh, uh, oh my god, lit our back deck on fire. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he lit the deck on fire. What so yeah, that's not where you start the fire. I don't want to. No, not, I'm not so, going to get that deep into it. 
Yeah, no, it was... So, uh, so that was definitely one of the most interesting stories <laughs> you've ever had. Yeah, that, what one was, was, uh, that was interesting. What, um, was, what was one of the best? The best. What was one of the best stories you've ever had? Best? Like, more context. Best yeah. is just... Well, okay, best, like... There's so many best things. Yeah. It's like... Okay, okay, fair, fair enough. Because, like, a best order could be, like, no modifications. Yeah. And, like, the perfect temperature. But then, like, a best order might also be a couple modifications that you do yourself specifically. Okay. And then you're like, oh, this person knows how to eat food. Here's a better question. Right? Which which happens a lot. There, yeah. I've when you had something and someone tweaks it a little mod- bit, but it's the way you tweak it. Dude, that, <laughs> and that's, a, that's another thing. In favor of modifications. There mm-hmm. are some modifications that our kitchens love. They yeah. were like... You're goddamn right. right. Like that's exactly how I would eat. There's that. always there's always um, that extra. Like there there's Wink. some like yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. There are a couple of modifications at our restaurant right now that like it's not on the menu, but man, that's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You've been here like 17 times, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know exactly how to order yeah, this. You know. um, <laughs> You've been, eating, you've been eating our food almost as long as I have. Totally. Um, and, yeah, no. Uh, yet again, it doesn't mean don't modify. Um, yeah. Sometimes that gains you some serious respect. Um, when yeah. I've, yeah, had, I've, I've had people ask for modifications like, I never thought about that. That would be delicious. <laughs> I bet this is awesome. Just be confident, um, man. Just know yeah. what you need. I'm into it. Order it, but don't be dumb about it. Exactly. That's all we're asking. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Out of, out of all the experiences you've had, Mm-hmm. All the things that you've done mm-hmm. in every aspect of this industry, right? What is your favorite story? That's like when someone asks me what my favorite tequila is, and I'm like, oh. I haven't had all of them yet. I don't yeah. know what my favorite okay. is. So, so I, 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 I got a question. I got a question. Have you seen the movie? Oh no. Have Have you seen the movie Waiting? Of course. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, was, he worked in the service industry. Yeah, that's years, so. that's uh, okay. It's required. So, so, so with with the knowledge and thank uh-huh. you, I appreciate the fact that you said that's required for the industry. <laughs> I kind of wholeheartedly training video. I, I, I really wholeheartedly is. believe that it really it should is. Be it's like, the unofficial. You, thank you, Dan yeah. Cook. Uh, excuse me. And Deadpool. <laughs> Do you choose to work in the service industry? Watch this movie. Uh, right. No, that should totally be a fucking thing. Going back to what I said earlier. Addicts, felons, and college students. It's it's an industry that always needs help. Well, it's one of the jobs you can get with a felony on your record. Exactly. Um, There's not many. We always need help. We have high turnover. We Mm -hmm. have a low... uh, We're a semi-skilled trade um, to highly skilled trade. We run... That's one of the shitty things about the industry is we we actually run from no skill to high skill. and mostly were lumped into the same category. But um, what would you say which to those is people who come in and they're like, they have no skill mm-hmm. and they have no training and they're trying to survive and uh-huh. provide for what family they have. What would you say to them moving forward from like coming in as a no skill worker mm-hmm. to a high skill worker? What would you say to them? Oh, um, just uh, um, be humble. Yeah, and just pay attention and work your ass off. Keep your hands moving at all times. Just keep your hands moving at all times. That's the key to um, success in a restaurant. If your hands are moving at all times, because there's nothing, at no point is your work done in a restaurant. It's the ultimate 
Sisyphusian hill up the. It's it's. You know, I I I love that. I love that you said that because I feel like it's never done. Well, yes and no, right? So mm-hmm. here's how the restaurant works, right? It's mm-hmm. it's very split. The, here's here's one of the conflicts that I think front mm-hmm. of the house and back of the house have. You saying that. I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. being busy, always working, hundred mm-hmm. percent. If in the front of the house, if you're not doing something, you're walking around, you're busting other people's tables, you're watering, you're doing this, you're trying mm-hmm. to see, you're answering the phone, right? You you know, filling the void, just taking the gap, trying to make everybody else's job easier. Absolutely. Um, but <laughs> there's also certain jobs that require you to stand in a certain spot, and so you're oh limited, right 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 you're limited to like your reach, you know, and so then. As a, I, I would say this, as a bartender, I've been accused of being lazy because I won't get out of the bar, but at the same time, I'm tethered to my printer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to be an earshot of that fucking thing because Absolutely. if it starts going off and making drinks and I'm off running tables mm-hmm. and busting shit and running drinks and going over here and talking to customers and I come back, I've got 17 tickets and things on the floor. Absolutely. You know, so then but I've got to, but that's the problem then, right? Is but I got I've got three to stay, people. I've I got, got to stay near that printer I, and I've got to talk to my customers, but then at a time I might be standing around and then somebody sees me like not doing something mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, you know, hold on a second because I'm going to be doing something in a minute and it's going to be really crazy. I'm taking a breath. But also look, um, I was, I was talking 100% back of the house. Fight me, dog. Um, Fight me. Yeah. I, no, I was talking 100% back <laughs> of the house you. because when you're standing there, you're making a customer connection. You're mm-hmm. still working. Right. Even if your hands aren't working, even if your hands aren't moving, My eyes you're, are working. you're still doing something. You're making a connection right. with the customers. You're actually talking to the people. Uh, <clears throat> when I say hands moving, I mean back of the house. Sure. I got... I got three people to watch my line to, uh, yeah. to watch tickets for me. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason that any of my people need to be off of their stations sure. um, because they can have a prep project next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is nice. Too. I wish I had other people watching tickets for me. Um, and so, like, there are there are major differences. You just because your hands aren't moving doesn't doesn't mean you're not working. It's just different jobs. But there are there are almost no jobs in the back of house that can be done with your voice. I understand. <laughs> Yours, but, you can do half of your job with your voice. I cannot. As a um, guy Most who, of my job requires physical fucking labor. 100%, um, dude. When I'm, you're a bartender. When, I'm, when I hear your voice, that means you are working. When you hear my voice, yeah, exactly. Like, it yeah. means you uh, are working. So you it understand. means you're working your crowd. You're yeah. working your, your people, your tables. You're mm-hmm. it, like... the. Uh, you're connecting with them. The uh, That's what people want. Like... Our crowd—it's—it's it's a boisterous downtown crowd. Like we—we're yeah. not—we're not any of the other uh, TD spots. Um, we're very, very. We've different. been unique since we were. Um, absolutely, yeah. we've been the black sheep of the fucking um, <laughs> uh, company it. for a hot so minute. <laughs> like since it since it opened. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I feel like we digressed quite a bit. We have digressed, um, and it's so good though, because it's been like it's been such a really good journey, man. Like I, I God damn it, like there's last been so call. many good stories. Um, I think it's time for last call. So you know what that means? 
is that everybody gets to do a shot. Peter, you're Woo! not doing tequila, so I think you're doing whiskey, right? I'm doing whiskey. You got your own cup? All right. All right. I got my cup. All right. It's last call, motherfuckers. That means that we all get to do a shot. Den Mother gets her own shot. It's going to be a little stronger. She lives here, so she don't got to drive. Yeah. <laughs> Den Mother doesn't all right. to say much on her shot. For you kids, two tequilas for us kids. Last call, motherfuckers. To the bartender. The, the guy who poured it's a dickhead. Oh, it's cute. It's like a little shot glass coaster. Ooh. Our sticker? That's yeah. awesome. Ooh. Our stickers are shot glass coasters. <laughs> you guys wanted coasters. We got coasters. Point plan. That's, that's actually kind of genius. I really want shot glass coasters now. So I that, have that's at home. <laughs> that, that's actually a good segue that we just talked about uh, a little it. shot glass coasters. So for those of you out there, you know we do have uh, some nice little swag. We've got some um, t-shirts coming up. We've got some awesome stickers that have our primary logo. You know the uh, the water stain with the life from the well. Uh, we got some business cards coming out too. You're talking so about our logo. I'm it's talking so about cute. our logo. I'm swagging this out, baby. Um, yeah, and uh, also I want to I want to put this out there. If there's anybody who uh, wants to join our family and be part of the life from the well, uh, come on and be a guest. Just uh, send us your application at lifefromthewell.com forward slash guest. Boom. Uh, you're going to get a little uh, survey and some questions. Fill it out. Send it in. And we'll see if uh, we'll see if we want to talk to you. <laughs> we always want to talk to you. But, you know, it's like we just want to know a little bit more about you. So, please. All right. So, we've done last call. Uh, we had our drinks. We shared our stories. We took our shots. Ben, it's your shot. Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to promote? Is there anything that's important to you that you want to bring focus on? Yeah. Um, if you're going out to eat with a large number of people, make a reservation. Why? And then also know how many people are in your party. Please. Why, why, why do we want to make a reservation? Because it gives us a chance to plan. It gives, a ch- uh, gives us a chance when we have... When we have walk-in large tops, um, it slows down everything for everybody. If you've ever walked in and you've seen a really big table and you've wondered why your food is taking so long to get out, it's because, it's because of them. It's because of that gigantic party that walked in with absolutely no notice whatsoever and assumed that they can just get seated and slotted in. Um, there are... There are models that can make that work, but most restaurants... It's, it's hard, man. Difficult. It's hard. Just, just it's very difficult. Consider your other humans. Just make a reservation. Even calling 20 minutes in mm-hmm. advance makes a huge difference. Yeah. I'm not we'll even talking about just... We want to serve us, you. Give, the more notice you can give us, the better it is. But just walking in and saying there are 20 of us. Yeah. That oh, sucks. That sucks ouch. to hear. Ouch! That sucks Ouch. to hear. It's hard, and to hear. it's not even it's not even for us. It's it's the fact that it pushes every single one of my ticket times to something that I find personally unacceptable. Yeah. Um. I don't. So just really quickly, just out of curiosity, what is personally unacceptable to you? Oh, um, 
in my like I work okay so I'm uh, uh, I'm an AM, uh, AM lead I work uh, uh, mostly uh, lunches um, which have a much lower acceptable ticket time um, because it's lunch, way faster lunch yeah lunches uh, people have less time mm-hmm. they need to get back to work they're on their way they're doing they have things. an hour they're sitting down they're yeah. eating and they're gone it's not dinner where people um, are off of work and can hang exactly right. Um and, uh, so in, uh, for me, anything, anything more than 12 to 15 minutes is unacceptable. Um, okay. so like, uh, so or is under with uh, our, is, with our menu less... too. I mean, that's just our menu. We don't have a well done steak. Like we don't have, no, exactly. Like, we don't have, um, we don't have a long fire. No, we don't have any long fires and, and our goal, um, that's, it's our niche. Mm. We are, we, we've, up, we've kind of, after four and a half years, we've worked our menu to that too. Like that's exactly. been something that. The, the, I know y'all have worked on specifically yeah, and to we've get our been ticket times too. Doing that very specifically. It's it's very, it's something that the our kitchen prioritizes is having yeah. a fast ticket time, because we're next to a movie theater, we're next uh-huh. to Amazon, we have people that come in with an urgency, mm-hmm. and so almost nobody sits down to eat. Yeah. Like basically, we have two types of people at uh at in, in our restaurant. We mm-hmm. have eaters and we have drinkers. The drinkers yeah. are there for the longer time. Drinkers are there all night. The um <laughs> anyone who's eating. Almost always has a time limit of some in and out sort. in twenty five minutes. Usually. They have to be because mm-hmm. they like they're either they're on a business meeting, they're on uh, or they're off uh, uh, from Amazon at lunch, um, or they have a movie to go to. Mm-hmm. Like we just like the food needs to get out really, really fucking fast. And honestly, I, sometimes I mean, like people come in and tell me that, and I think sometimes. <sighs> That's a big thing, like where people plan too, right? So if someone comes in with fifteen minutes before, like with fifteen minutes to get out. They're like, "Hey, right. I want to get some food. I got to be out in fifteen minutes." Oh, and I've got some then suggestions. Then I'm usually for like, you. "Well, I'm- you can get some chips and salsa, but like, I mean, we're not. There's nothing we can cook in that time mm-hmm. that's gonna like. The, the, there's nothing I can cook that you're gonna eat and be gone in fifteen minutes." Ben, what what, what yeah. would you suggest? No, I'm just right. saying, like, then, the, the, it's then. it's just it's just a reality mm-hmm. time to like scope scope when you're going no, to a restaurant. I, I, I get if that. you come into a restaurant, and you have 15 minutes. Don't order an entree. Like, but order, at the order same time, Joey, and, t- and tell I, your bartender, like, or or your server. Joey, I get mm-hmm. that, but like, what what would the back of the house have to say? Um, back of the house. Uh, oh man, uh, uh, burrito. A burrito will be gone. Well, I mean, a that's that's menu. Will be in and gone. That's menu specific to like whatever restaurant you're at. Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. Um, but that's the thing is, I mean, we've done it. Um, we actually, and we actually did this not too long ago where we, uh, and we, this is, this is a complex, uh, uh, situation, but we, one day we did a favor for somebody that set up our restaurant up for failure the next day. I saw this happen. Hmm. We had a, a person come in and he rushed in and he said, what can I get in like four minutes? I've got a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, well, um, uh, we can do, we can do a couple of individual tacos. Um, and, uh, he was like, do it. And he was like, I want carne asada. It's like, can't do that. We'll, we can do yeah, this and this and this. Um, <laughs> and, uh, then he got it and he left. Um, the next day he came in expecting the exact same thing, but we were mm-hmm. not in the position. Cause when he had come in, 
we were in a position to do that. Um, yeah. If we were just slow enough, a, a couple of cooks happened to be right there right. listening to his perfect I have to place catch for a bus right time. now. Yeah. And we we're like, well, then, yeah, we can make this happen for you. Get out, buddy. But we didn't expect that he was going to try and make a, uh, a habit out of it. And the next day he came in and said, I have three minutes to get a bus. Get me this and this. I got it yesterday. And yeah. we had... We had tickets on that, the board. That's someone who, and like, that's someone who really time, didn't appreciate the the experience he this had. This time I think. we couldn't do it because we had tickets on the board. We yeah. actually had other people that were ahead of him in line. So it was right. a lot more than um, just like you know, hey, can so, you provide a service to me? To right. you know, I need this every day. Exactly. At this time. Exactly. Some days you and might have a little more. Some day. days you might have a little less. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he didn't come in the next day because I, and I haven't seen him since. No, um, doesn't happen, mean yeah. he hasn't come in at all. Doesn't mean we lost him as a customer. I mean, a three, min- three minutes time. of go food is pretty is pretty uh, is pretty outrageous. Especially, I mean, especially if, for if you want do. anything to go, you have to give yourself a minimum of ten to fifteen minutes. And Absolutely, that's fun. I'd say ten to fifteen minutes is fast. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you if you get your to go food in that amount of time, that's that's a pretty good amount of time. It is Absolutely. anything under that. Anything under that, it's people taking care of you mm-hmm. and doing you a favor, and that's what we were doing. Is right. like it was you're taking care of them in the moment when you could, yeah. because mm-hmm. you had the ability to. Yeah, but then you came back expecting that. That's yeah, that's that's frustrating for sure. Yeah, yeah. and and but that's just like, that's also, also that's also just learning how to communicate and deal with people and like exactly and 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 then conveying your your point on a on a on a real like level plane where he's upset and you're like mm-hmm. look man like, came I mean, we did a we did you a favor <laughs> yes, yeah yeah like i i can't i can't give you a three-minute taco right. every day yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, no matter so, what the restaurant looks like so <laughs> i just can't. last call's been called mm-hmm. oh yeah okay we did that last call we did our shot um ben you gave your shout outs that yeah, wraps so. up one more life from the well thanks y'all for listening Thanks, Ben, for taking uh, your time, and uh, as always, thanks to the giant and the den mother for <laughs> everything that they offer. Um, you guys, I love you. This is just the best. I love doing this, and I love the fact that there's actually people listening to us. So, uh, well, you know, we everybody love... out there have a great day. Peter, shut up, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Good night. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Join us next week for another new cocktail and guest.